Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. So for our meditation today, my mind is uh, focused on the liturgy of Yamim Noraim of the High Holidays, including the up- upcoming day of Yom Kippur. And I'm thinking of a piyut, a, a kind of a religious liturgical poem that we're going to recite that Rabbi Chorney, who's joining us on the Zoom, will be reciting in our service on Yom Kippur. And that is Kihine Kachomer. This is part of the Kol Nidre service. And I'll read for you the opening words, in case you're not familiar with it. Kihine Kachomer Biyad Hayotzer. Behold, just like the material in the hand of the artisan, in the artisan's, through the artisan's will and wish, the artisan makes it wider, bigger, or makes it smaller. You can think of somebody on a, um, and the, the word is escaping me, but uh, the, where someone makes pottery, right? They're using a person's hands to make it wider or smaller. So are we, this is addressed to God, in your hand, Chesed Notzer, you who are the source of the creation of, of Chesed, of loving kindness and compassion, we are in your hands. And then a turn, which becomes the refrain in each of the paragraphs, Labrit Habet, please God, look at the covenant, and don't look to our inclinations, our veering away, essentially our behavior. It's really a fascinating um, twist that each paragraph does using kind of iterative imagery about how we're like the, you know, the, the, the handle that a boatsman uses to go through the water or anything that someone in charge uh, manipulates to change a direction, right? We are the passive ones. You are the active ones. And since we're the passive ones and you are the active one, even though there are other places in our liturgy where we claim that activity for ourselves, that we are in, we're in control of our own destiny, we say, please don't look at what we've done. Look at what we've promised to one another. Right? It's a version of Abid, the last line of Abiyu Malkinu, Ein Banu Masi. We don't have, um, we don't have enough um, deeds on our ledger to warrant your compassion, but do it because this is what we mean to one another. Like with so much of the liturgy, this resonates as I think about my relationship with the Holy One, and it resonates as I think about my relationship with people. I spoke about this a tiny bit, well, meaning there's a tiny bit of overlap between this and my Rosh Hashanah sermon, how hard it is in the moment not to respond to behavior, but to breathe about the wider covenant you have with the person in front of you or the wider thing you want to get accomplished in your life. And yet that's exactly what we ask God to do. Don't look at what we've done as you're judging us, which is the weird thing. Well, what does a judge do? A judge looks at what's been done. We say to God, please don't judge us that way. Judge us based on our love for each other. Um, and that's evocative for me. And I, I take that as a sacred challenge that the thing that we ask of God, should we ask of ourselves? So this meditation will be focused in that direction. I'm going to ask you all to close your eyes. And already recognize that you have been transformed. 
you're in the same GPS GPS location you were 20 seconds ago, but you're in a different zone, a different mode. As you pull in to yourself and also stretch out to the entire world and claim this cocoon as protected space and protected time where external pressures and obligations and due dates cannot enter. Right now, all you are is you and your mind and your well-being and giving yourself this gift. A gift that may be short, but is not rushed. A gift that has an end, but not one that you are racing towards. Reconnect with your body as if you are meeting an old friend. Hello, knee. Hello, shoulder. Oh, there you are, neck. Look at what God has crafted for me. Let me truly inhabit it and appreciate it and use the power of my mind to reawaken it. We're going for a state called poised rest, where you are very poised right now, very focused, very much in control of this moment very considered and deliberate. But it's restful. It's a relief from the non-rest that surrounded this moment from what happened before and what will come. I'm in your hands. Don't judge me based on what I deserve. Judge me based on what we mean to one another. What a vulnerable plea. Maybe a bit of chutzpah. Why shouldn't we be judged based on what we've done? But a love relationship transcends the metrics of behavior. Oh God, I'm in your hands. Just focus, please, on our covenant, our promise, our relationship. I beg of you.
Who is asking this of you? Who can you conjure that might reverse this message with you in the God role, as it were, saying to you, I'm in your hands. You have the power. You have the control. I'm putty, unformed material. I'm reliant on whatever you're about to say or do. And I have failed and I'm imperfect. Please. Judge me based on our love, not my little sins. Let your mind go from the generic to particular. Find the face of the person in your life who most needs to cry this out to you, who might have been crying it, but you have rejected it or resisted it. Is it the small face of a child? Is it the penitent face of a friend or a parent who's let you down? Whether or not these words ever leave those lips, imagine what your heart feels like if they were to. Would you be defensive? Would it add kerosene to the fire? Or would it cool the flame and allow you to be labritabate, to focus just on something larger, just on the covenant, just on a grander devotion? I'll take fame like it's there. Don't focus on my failings. They are there. But don't focus on them.
that which we ask for of the most powerful, we should offer to those who are subject to our power. Labrita bait. Vi alte finlayetzer. Don't pay too much attention to the straying and the bad behavior and the present behavior. Not too much. La Brita bait. Focus on the larger commitments that people share upon which enduring relationship always rests. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I'll share the closing prayer, which we'll say together. I'll say this three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the cause of happiness. We all be free of suffering in the cause of suffering. And we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. 
And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the cause of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. Say you all shalom and Shabbat shalom and namaste and be well. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.